Greetings, everybody. Pastor Ron coming to you again here in the studio at PTC Ministries. And once again, I've been joined by my friends today, and uh, so good to have you with us. And uh, as we get into part two of our discussion concerning revival, Pastor Marcus, Brother Austin, and Brother Jane, uh, so glad that you guys are with us today. And uh, we're really excited about the season we find ourselves in. And uh, the Lord is doing some wonderful things as we've been talking about. And we just want to continue the conversation. But uh, as we began to talk about revival, uh, you know, revival is nothing new to America right. uh, as well as the world, but especially yeah. America, not really been that old of a nation. We have had multiple times and seasons of revival. And uh, those things are encouraging, but we also can learn from those things as well as other revivals that's happened uh, throughout history and other parts of the world as well. And uh, I, what I have in my hands today is I printed off just a, uh, a few things that I've read about. And uh, there's a couple of individuals that probably most don't know their names, but Peggy and Christine Smith, uh, they were very instrumental in bringing to light, uh, along with others, the the birthing and the and the explosion of the Hebrides revival. And uh, that one was 84, one was 82. Uh, wasn't able to leave their cottage, uh, but they decided to turn their home into a sanctuary, a place of prayer. And as they began to pray, uh, they heard a message from the Lord. Uh, and what they received uh, in that spiritual download is something they began to pray. And they prayed it day and night, basically, for a period of time. And as they began to petition the Lord for revival, this is what they, what they heard. It says, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. So therefore, when they heard that promise, they began to pray a promise. And I believe that that really stuck and spoke to my heart is, you know, it's one thing to pray, but it's another thing to begin to pray a promise. Amen. And these two elderly women began to pray a promise. And one night as they began to pray this promise, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. One night Peggy had a revelation. And the revelation that she had was revival was coming and the church of her fathers would be, would be crowded again with young people. Mm. And therefore, she sent for the minister, whose name was Reverend James Murray McKay. And she petitioned to him, asking him to call his elders and his deacons together. And this is, uh, this is quite unique. She said, I want you to come together for special times of waiting upon the Lord. Yes. And uh, as they began to do that, it was in the same district uh, that there was a group of men that had began to gather and pray in a barn. And as they began to pray and they began to experience a foretaste of this coming outpouring of the Lord. And one night as they waited uh, upon the, the outpouring of the Lord, there was a young deacon that rose up and he began to read a passage of scripture, Psalms 34. And this is part of what he read in that, in that particular passage. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, who shall receive the blessing from the Lord? Then spontaneously he turned to the others that was in that old barn that night, and he simply said this, Brethren, it seems to me that basically we're waiting and praying 
in vain unless we ourselves are rightly related to God. And then without anything else, he then lifted his hands. And when he lifted his hands, he began to pray, and this is what he said. He said, Oh God, are my hands clean? Is my heart pure? And the moment that he said that, it is documented that he got no further. But he fell down on the floor, and an awareness of God filled the barn in such a manner that the supernatural power was let loose in their lives, and they was forever changed. Now, you say, well, that's, that's okay. But what I see in this story, that, and there's so much more we could talk about concerning this group and even Mr. Duncan and, uh, and, and others that was instrumental in this, uh, along with Peggy and her sister, we find that one of them was blind, one of them was doubled over with arthritis that they couldn't move and function, but yet they heard a word from the Lord and they began to pray that promise. Amen. You and I today, we have a promise. Yes. You know, uh, the prophet Joel, he he's, makes it very clear. But then at the day of Pentecost, uh, when a suddenly came, yes. uh, Peter, uh, he stood up with power and boldness after yes. the Holy Spirit was poured out. And he also retold us of that promise, promise that in right. the last days, and yes. we've always looked at that as being futuristic. But when we look at the Word of God and we begin to really dive in, we have been in the last days since the church was birthed in Acts yeah. chapter 2. That's right. And so today, not only are we in the last days, but we're in the final moments leading mm -hmm. up to the return of the yeah. Lord. Mm -hmm. And therefore, we know that the promise, uh, the prophetic promise yes. uh, that has been given is something that we can be excited about and Amen. we can put stock in. But what I'm finding out in this season, when I see what's happening on these college campuses and what I'm hearing happening in other churches and ministries as well as here at home, is what I'm hearing in my spirit is now's a time to pray the promise. Yes. Yeah. They received a promise and uh, our promise. What would happen today if men and women of God, elder saints, younger saints alike, and we began to pray the promise, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters. And, you know, if we began to pray that promise uh, and then we do uh, what the young man did that I just read, Lord, is my heart clean? Right. Is yeah. my heart pure? Right. You know, and I, we find in Scripture uh, the first five chapters of the prophet Isaiah in the book of Isaiah, he's always looking at Israel and he's simply, simply saying, woe is you, woe is you. Well, he says it five times, if not more. But then you go to chapter number six and then it turns and he says, As when in the year that King Uzziah died, he said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. Right. And when he caught a glimpse, he wasn't necessarily looking outward anymore. He started looking inward. And he said, woe is me for the very first time. And because of that inward look, it begins to change the whole dynamics. Yeah, yes. And I think what we're happening, what we're seeing happen over the last week in America, uh, just a basic chapel service. Mm -hmm. We would not be having the conversations and social media would not be blowing up like it has for the last 10 days if it had not been for about a dozen students mm -hmm. that just made a decision that I'm going to stay. Yeah. 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 And I think we're in a place right now where if I could speak to men and women of God today, I would simply say, are we willing to just stay? Come on. You yeah. know, when we come to church on Sunday, are we willing just to stay? Mm -hmm. Are we willing to 
say goodbye to the program and say yes and just stay in His presence. Mm -hmm. and, and I think this is a defining moment. Uh, it's an exciting moment. Yes. Uh, but it is a moment that's full of hope and life. And so I would encourage all of us at this time to uh, just ask, are we praying the promise? That's it. You know, because we see there's a thread throughout these revivals, whether we talk about Brownsville. You know, Brownsville didn't just happen. It was a few years of prayer that led up to that. Yeah. Uh, all these other movements we could talk about has always had this thread of prayer, this, this common thread. Denominator. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think this thread of sacrifice, of saying no to something yeah, else and saying yes to God, and it always brought this to a place of inward looking where we're praying the prayer of repentance. Yes. And I think as we're doing that, I, I think we're just at the beginning. As we said uh, earlier in the other program, is that we are just at the beginning stage of what God's getting ready to do. Amen. And uh, so I think going forward, I think, you know, we have, we come from different areas. Uh, I'm sitting with younger men in the faith, uh, and uh, we appreciate all of those that's came before us and have paved the way for Absolutely. us, and we honor them. Yes. But now the mantle has been passed, and, and we're seeing this younger generation begin to come up under us, and there's a fire, and there's a, and there's a passion and so now we have to we have to become those leaders. And I think uh, when we lead people into, I'm, I've heard this said that you know you can't lead people to a place that you've never been. Mm -hmm. And I think we're at a place where we have to make sure that as spiritual leaders uh, that we're going to that place mm -hmm. and that we're having the direction of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. uh, so that we can lead others into that place mm -hmm. that God wants us to be. Mm -hmm. So so as we continue, uh, and before we came back on camera, you was sharing some things. Brother Marcus, won't you uh, just kind of pick that up and share Absolutely. what just, you were sharing? Went really right along with what you, you just talked about mm -hmm. after you started speaking it. So, uh, you know, we, we were talking about that and about uh, we become weary in our well-doing, and the church yeah. has, has gotten weary because we've been praying and seeking for revival. But that promise, God's promises, if, we be, if we'll just stay and begin to pray and begin to hunger again for that revival spirit to take control and to take over, uh, you know, I, I believe that God's promises, His Word, He says His Word was not, will not come back void right. and that His right. promises are yea and amen. That yeah. means that they are, they are infallible, that you cannot, yeah. they, they are going to happen. And so mm -hmm. we got to believe and stay in that promise, pray that promise, right. believe in that promise, yeah. that it, it is yeah. going to happen, that God, we, we receive right. this, we're ready right. for it. And uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, we've become tired, we've become weary. Uh, because of things in the world, we've seen the church kind of fall apart. The That's nations have fallen yeah. apart. We've been overwhelmed by division and, and all these different things. And uh, I just believe that God is, is just saying, just keep praying that prayer of promise. Yeah. Keep believing that my spirit is coming, that promise. That, that in Isaiah, uh, woe, them, them, woe, woe is me, right. that, yeah. that inward revelation, uh, that inward yeah. check of the spirit that says, you know, Lord, help me not to be weary. God, right. let me keep pressing so that I see your promise. And so I believe that and, and the, the, the being the stewards of revival, uh, I believe is important. Right. I read an article this morning that says that the, uh, the administrators of that school there uh, at Asbury are, yeah. are going, uh, I think it was very important, this was the main key of that whole uh, article was this, is that they're going into the prayer, into the sanctuary that they're praying in and praying and asking God for direction yes. on how 
to to uh, facilitate how to administer this this revival that is taking place and to uh, to nurture it, and, and I think that's that's what we'll, we're going to have to do is we're right. going to have to get back into the altar, back into praying, and saying, God, show me how to nurture, how to administrate, right. how to lead in this time, because it there's going to there's going to have to be, and this is going to be hard for a lot of people and a lot of churches is there's going to have to be a relinquish of control. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, that we're going to have to relinquish control of what our minds. Our flesh thinks it ought to be, or what it ought to look like, That's right. into That's what God says it's, it's going true. to look like. Right. It's true. And so, uh, in that is the promise. Yeah. Right. And so, because God says, "My ways are not your ways, and my mm-hmm. thoughts are not your thoughts." Yeah. And you know, so we have to be willing to facilitate that uh, to see yeah. this revival. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I agree completely. And I, Absolutely. if I could say anything at all, especially to leaders uh, that may be joining us, is this that we can trust the work and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Now, I understand that everything that is of God is done in decency and order. order. That's right. And and I also understand this, people are people, Mm -hmm. and sometimes people may become overzealous. Yes. But if their heart is right and their heart is pure, there is a way to facilitate and bring correction and guidance and and not cause a disruption. That's right. Uh, now, we do know that revival sometimes can be messy yep. because you're dealing with everything on the spectrum. Yeah. You're dealing with the religious. You're dealing with those that have never experienced yeah, God. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's going to have an opinion. Yep. But the opinions doesn't matter. What matters is that God is doing the work that needs to be done at the location that you find yourself serving in. And therefore, you know, I believe that, as you say, man will have to take their hands off Mm -hmm. and will have to allow and pray uh, for the direction of the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to put His hands on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. everything that is done in that manner will always bring glory and honor to the Lord. Amen. And I think the way that we can, uh, if you want a barometer, so to speak, to gauge this thing by is the, in my opinion, is that if what has been done is bringing glory and honor to the Lord, it's right. But yeah. the moment that it begins to bring the attention or focus to man, Yep. is the moment it Absolutely. begins 100%. to go yes. it begins yep. to go in the wrong yes. direction so there needs to be some correction brought. Yes. So yes. I think there's there's safety in letting the Holy Spirit lead this thing. Amen. And so I'm I'm encouraging others to just uh, do what they're doing at Asbury. And that was one of the prayers that we prayed. Uh, even before we left, we was out on the grounds uh, and uh, and we prayed and uh, we prayed for some specific areas uh, and one of the areas that we prayed for was I prayed for the leadership and the administration yeah. to be sensitive to the leading of the Spirit and mm-hmm. to not do it how man says they should do it but to do it how the Lord says to do Amen. it and yeah. to keep it in its pure authentic form yes. Yes. and I think, I think that's it's important it's so important mm-hmm. and I think it's important at our houses and our places of uh, of worship that we are all involved in is that it has to remain pure Amen. and it has to be Christ-centered and if we do that right. I think it's going to be uh, it can't fail it can't right. fail it, it will Always, yeah. it will always win in the end. That's so right. for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. you want to speak to that a little bit? Well, I, I think kind of a few things, just kind of with repeating, if you will, what you were saying about praying the promise. I mean, what do they do 
in the upper room. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They had a promise. Right. And they didn't know what it would look like. Come on. They had no idea what was coming. Mm-hmm. Right. But they just said, we're going to stay up here. He said, go and wait. And he said, go and tarry until you be endued with power mm-hmm. from on high. And I think, you know, we, we're, we're talking about, we, we referenced it a little bit, uh, you know, in the last video, but is the process that we're going through and that we are just in the beginning. The beginning is that prayer. It is that right. that basking in His presence. That is that digging in right. process. It is that purification process. Mm-hmm. You know, because we've we've talked and I've heard people preach. I've preached that I believe there was more than 120 people in the upper room. But as the days went on, there were people unwilling to wait. wait. Mm-hmm. And 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 so I've preached. I've heard other pe- people preach that. And what you find is not everybody's willing to go. But those that are, what they don't realize is by their digging in and by their waiting on the Lord is you're really covering yourself, and for lack of a better metaphor, you're covering yourself in gasoline and the Holy Spirit's just ready mm-hmm. to spark. You know, people ask me, uh, I had someone ask me the other day, well, we've prayed for revival for 60 years. Mm-hmm. Why Why now? And I said, well, first and foremost, God has a time and a yeah. season for everything. I said, but... Secondly, is you don't know what that prayer was doing. It was right. you thought mm-hmm. it was meaningless, but it was setting up right. for this time. Yes, for for now that that the day that we're in. So I think we're seeing this process, and I think you see it uh, in the Book of Acts. Is you know there was that time of prayer, there's that time of supplication, but now you're seeing the Spirit of the Lord start to be poured out, and now I think you're going to see uh, uh, the next phase is like Peter, like you made reference of. Bible says he stood up mm-hmm. with boldness. the eleven, yeah. and he began right. to speak with boldness. And yeah. they would go on to say and, and put him and John on trial for their boldness. Yeah. Right. And they said we can't help but speak of what we have seen mm-hmm. and heard. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to see that come in into play. But to really echo also what Pastor Marcus was saying, and this is something I've said here, and the Lord has just used used to remind me of in, in times where you feel like, are we even doing anything? Mm-hmm. Because I really think uh, what Pastor Marcus was saying, I think that there was a lot of church leaders that was really saying, are we doing anything? Right. Are, 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 are our church services, are they really doing effective. anything? Right. Yeah. Are we being effective in our community? Are we affecting the people in the pews? Not even just the community, but I think there was a lot of ministers that were saying, and and I've done this. God, am I really am I really pleasing you? Is this really doing what 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 we want it to do, or what your word says it will do? And I what the Lord reminded me of is when Jesus went up to the Mount of Transfiguration, he 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 called out three disciples, Peter, James, and John. He said, "Come up with me," and they had to climb. Right. And we read in in the text that it, they they had to be exhausted because they got up to the top of the hill. And they laid down. Yeah. And they didn't even realize that they were being set up to see a side of Jesus they had never seen before. Right. Mm-hmm. And what happened on that Mount of Transfiguration is they began to see him transform into his glory and they begin to wake up and say, Look, look, look at this. Can't you? Right. And what the Lord reminds me of is don't get so worn out in the climb that you miss the glory. Come on. And Amen. that's what Pastor Marcus is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't grow weary in well-doing because mm-hmm. we're seeing, we're seeing don't grow so tired and exhausted in ourselves and in our spirit that we're missing 
the glory that God has for us Amen. because he has mm-hmm. peace, he has joy. We're going to experience the fullness. I really right. feel that. We're going to experience the fullness of what God has for us. So stay, mm-hmm. stay in that mindset. Stay, right. pray for guidance. You know, and, and last, I, I think I referenced it this weekend, was Acts, Acts 13. Peter, or not Peter, but Paul and, uh, and Barnabas and three others were in Antioch, and they just prayed until the Holy Spirit said, this right. is what needs to be done. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where we need to be as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you made mention of it last night, uh, of the men of God and women of God taking care of themselves in yeah. this hour yes. to be strengthened because mm-hmm. we, where, where we're going into, if we're not careful, we will yeah. get tired yeah. because Absolutely. of the trip here. Yeah. Right. That, that'll, that'll just it, flat it, out preach. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. it, this, the, the trip here has, has been, has been treacherous, mm-hmm. but if we're not careful, awesome. we'll yeah. lay down Absolutely. and go to sleep yeah. and miss this, Mm-hmm. outpouring this this transfiguration yeah. of the church right. because we've been so wore out. So I, I'm taking heed to what you said, Pastor, no, I, and I, I want to take better care of myself mm-hmm. so that I have the energy yes. and the physical strength and right. ability yeah. to carry to help forward, facilitate. help yeah. facilitate and to yeah. administer what God's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think for sure, you know what I've, and I've mentioned it, multiple times over the last year, year and a half, is I really do believe that we're in a, we've been in a season where God has been trying to instruct us to raise the standard. Yeah, now, absolutely. when you when I start talking about raising the standard, and actually I even, uh, you know, last year, the a young pastor's gathering that we're getting ready to go to again here in just a few weeks, mm-hmm. I, I ministered and shared it even then. And that was the fact that, you know, we have to raise the standard in our marriage. We have to raise uh, the standard in our in our family of how we're parenting our children. Uh, we have to raise the standard in in our personal lives and business. Our, our word has to be valid. It has to be good. Uh, integrity. And, and integrity has to be present. But then fourthly, that is what the Lord really began to deal with me in my spirit was the fact that we have to raise the standard in our health. Yes. We have to be healthy. Mind, soul, and body all have to be healthy. Uh, I cannot fulfill the commission uh, if I'm lying on Come a on. bed of sickness. Come on. Uh, so that means changing our eating habits and those types of things okay. because we have to... Got, got to have a only one plate of biscuits and gravy, Jade, instead of three. You know, <laughs> but it's hard. I'm, it's hard. It's hard. You know, but, but you know, it's really hard. And uh, I know we only have a few moments. We might go over a little bit on this segment. Uh, but Austin, uh, I know that you're aware of uh, of trying to be healthy and things mm-hmm. as well in this stage of your life. And, uh, and I can appreciate that. But, uh, but what else are you sensing and, and feeling that concerning this stage of revival? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, just kind of echoing along with Pastor Marcus and Pastor Jade, you know, and that was something that God really um, <clears throat> has dealt with me about in the last couple of days since I was asked to, you know, sit in on this. You know, that mm-hmm. was one of the first scriptures was to, you know, be not weary in well-doing. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times, uh, like you were saying, they had to climb. They were tired. They were yeah. getting they were getting yeah. worn out. I think a big problem a lot of people have as they get weary is they have the promise, and the promise is here. You know, at yeah. the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. but they get halfway, maybe three quarters, and they get tired and say, "Well, 
maybe maybe it's here and yeah. there's a there's a danger of settling here yeah. and we're even, wants you yeah. here. even trying to bring it to that level. exactly yeah. or trying to yeah trying to pull it down to where you're at and you know the thing of it is is you know we can't a lot of times when we pray and this, you know a little something hopefully this airs after sunday night <laughs> but uh, a lot of the times um, when we pray spoiler alert we want to like he said you know we want to bring it here yeah yeah we want to we want to bring it here or we want to stop here right but god is able to do exceeding abundantly above yeah, that's right, anything we could ever ask or think right. so why would we why it, just just because we're tired or just because you know we've gotten beat up a little bit why would we want to stop here when the promise is here, Amen. you know, when we're so close to seeing, you know, mm -hmm. we're on the cusps of it. We're so close right. to seeing the fulfillment of the promise. That's right. And, awesome. you know, why would we ever want to stop? Mm -hmm. You know, when we know that his ability is beyond anything that we could ever comprehend within our finite right. human minds. And um, it's easy to, as humans, to take control of something mm -hmm. and try and pull it and try and force it. Because you know when you don't want to, yeah, right. when you when you don't want to have faith, you know it's easy to say, well, I can work it this way and do this. Right. Yeah, and you know when, you know there's there's an old story, Jerry Clower, I promise it'll be spiritual. <laughs> he, has a, uh, he has a joke, and it's about a man. You know, he wrecked a truck, and he's hanging onto a little root on the side of a mountain, and he said, you know, is there anybody up there that can hear me? I need help. Yeah, and he said he heard a voice and said. Uh, Son, have faith and turn loose. He said, the man yelled back, said, is there anybody else up there? Right. Yeah. And, you know, and that is the human mind, you know, mm -hmm. of, yeah. I don't want to have faith. Yeah. I, I want to know what's happening. I want yeah, to the, have the control yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't know what's at, in, in that story, you don't know what's at the bottom of the That's train. Right. You That's don't right. know what's down there. But in our, in, in you know, in, in our perspective of it, we know what's right here, but we don't know what's up here yet. Right. We yeah. don't know what's maybe around the next bend or over the next so cliff. But yeah. one thing we can be assured of, of what is there, is the promise. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Amen. And yeah. it's easy to, you know, and, and, you know, you look at Elisha, you know, he asked for the double portion. You know, in theology, you know, Elisha, Elijah had the 14 miracles. The double portion mm -hmm. would be the 28. Well, Elisha died. At 27. Yeah. 27 major miracles. Me personally, I'd probably be okay. Yeah. Right. I, I would yeah. be all right, but that wasn't the promise. Yeah. And you look at the man who was thrown in on the bones of Elisha. He yeah, was he brought was right back to life, yeah. and the promise was fulfilled. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of times, you know, Elisha, Elisha was dead. It was said it was bones. He'd been dead for a while. Yeah. Right. But God is such... A, a a he keeper he of honored, his word. Keeper of his yeah, word. Yes, thank you. Yeah. He's a keeper yeah. of his word to the point where he wasn't going to allow that promise to be unfulfilled. Yeah, that's right. Even so after Elisha died. Yeah. Yeah. Even right. after Elisha exactly. yeah, yeah, Death couldn't even stop. Death couldn't even stop the word of the that's Lord. Good. And that's good. And I think you yeah, know if really there's any good. pastors out there that you know you have that promise, and you know and, and I mean even just what we're seeing in this season today. I mean. Think of all of the saints and the people who have prayed and heard the promises of God that yeah. this day was going to come. Yeah. Right. Man. Yeah. That right. this season was going to come. Yeah. And they've already taken their last breaths. They're That's already right. in glory. Yeah. 
but yet the promises that they believed for and that they received from God is still coming to pass even Absolutely. after they've went on and received their that's reward. Right. And, you know, I think that's just a testament. But if I, you know, if there's any pastor out there, if I could just encourage you, and the Lord really put it on yeah. my heart uh, this, you know, yesterday evening and this morning that, you know, and you, you brought it up and just confirmed it, you know, don't, don't get weary by right. the journey. God is God yeah. is faithful Amen. Amen. to reward those who diligently seek yeah. Him, and He yeah. is faithful that you will reap what you've sown. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. You know, it just you know, it, it's, it's tired. Yeah. You get tired. I get tired. I'm only. I'll be thirty this year. I, just I get a baby. Tired. I just don't, a yeah, baby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really sleep a whole lot. Well, That's uh-huh. you know, I'm I'm you know, got really conscious of my eating habits and you know my exercise in the last you know, year or so, and I've tried to, you know, take care of the temple. Right. Haven't always done the best, but, you know, trying to just take care of it to facilitate, you know, know, just to be prepared for what God is ready to do. I don't sleep a whole lot. Right. But, I mean, you know, if, if I could just, you know, as if I could just encourage anybody out there listening, you know, if you've received a promise, you know, you're, you're going to see that promise fulfilled. Amen. Absolutely. I believe, you know, the Bible's very clear. His promises are yea and amen, amen. to yeah. those that will so be it. Will believe. Yeah. And I think we have to walk in faith. And, uh, you know, at the end of 2022, pr- praying, preparing for 2023, uh, the Lord really began to deposit some things in my spirit uh, concerning this year. It would be a year of vision, mm-hmm. uh, a, a year of increase, a year of seeing things that transpire. And, uh, and I just want to leave the folks with this. Uh, I will not, I don't think I will ever forget. Uh, it was November the 16th. I was in my office uh, here at the church and was just alone with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the Lord began to deposit some things into my spirit and I began to write them down. And I shared it at the beginning of this year is that I saw very clearly and I didn't understand what it was all going to look like or, or, you know, I didn't have all of the revelation concerning it. But uh, for those that was in the service or maybe have heard the message is that I, I, on that day, November the 16th, the Lord showed me there was three different waves. Uh, it was almost like the wave of an ocean coming in and hitting the land. I saw one come and then a little bit later I saw another and another. And, uh, and I, I believe that the Lord began to reveal to me that that was three different waves of His glory that was coming to our land. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it really encouraged me and I shared at the beginning of the year with our folks here and I really believe that we're in the midst of that first wave, first wave of His glory. And, uh, and I believe that this is just setting the stage. And what's so unique and what makes me so excited uh, about what I'm seeing is because in that, I, you can call it a vision or whatever you want to call it, uh, in that encounter that I had with the Lord on November the 16th, is every wave was greater than the one before it. And then at the end of that, I just simply heard the word glory three times with just such power and such authority. So I believe that these three waves, I think it's three distinctive waves of revival Mm -hmm. that we're going to experience through this nation and beyond in this year. And so I want to encourage all of us uh, to be faithful, uh, to stay the course, 
I know that there's days it gets heavy. I know that there's days that we have more questions than answers. Uh, but right now, this is a wonderful season for the Amen. church. It's a wonderful season for yes, men and women of God. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that have joined us today, uh, we are out of time again, probably overtime today, as according to what Mr. Landon is telling me. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, I hope that you can hear the heart of these men that's with me today and I want to thank them for joining me again uh, for this uh, special time and discussion on revival. So for those of you that are faithfully following us, we say thank you and uh, we can ask you to continue to do that. Share these videos and, uh, and uh, you can find us on all social media platforms, podcasts, uh, that's out there. Uh, so just uh, continue to uh, be encouraged. Continue to follow the Lord and the leading of the Lord in your own life. And we're praying and believing for revival to come to you and your family. So today, may the Lord bless you and may keep you. May He shine brightly upon you, give you blessed peace. Until next time, we love you and so does the Lord.